0: Never had a problem that I couldn't solve It must be official if I get involved Caught up of a fire burning daily Harder to remember, getting harder to remember I've been doing enough to drive me crazy I don't think my mama's gonna save me Maybe I'm not flying but I'm floating If we're not headed to the top, where we going? Two miles an hour, can you picture me rolling?
1: Cause life is so much better when you live in slow motion. Hi, this episode is brought to you by two late bitches from Oakland. What's up? (laughs) Kenneth, welcome. Welcome. Oh, that is the devil right there. That's that bomb. That's that bomb little uh bottle of Hennessy that you just <laughs> pulled out. A. Hey, yes. We had some Hennessy last night. Sorry. This is for this is
2: cute for dark chicks.
1: <laughs> I just I'm looking at this Hennessy it threw me off a little bit. So we had this Hennessy last night, and it was, like, super, super sweet. And it was, like, a good it's batch good. of Hennessy. Yeah, it was a really good batch. And she just pulled it out, so it distracted me. But welcome to Cute for Dark Chicks, a vulgar comedy hello. show about black dating. Hello, hello. I am Dish. Sammy. And this is Cute for Dark Chicks once again. Um, yeah. We are back. We want to be very transparent with you. But first, um, follow us on all of our social media Dish. Um, my instagram is dj underscore a l d r e d g e um and no one is really on snapchat follow us on facebook for updates on when the next show will be if you're ever like um like when are you guys dropping another episode it will be on facebook so go like us there for those updates um my Instagram is underscore Facetti. That's F-A-S-S-E-T-T-E underscore. Um Snapchat. I'm not really on there <laughs> either. Uh, but it's Facetti F-A-S-S-E-T-T-E-E. Okay. Sometimes I pop in. Right. Subscribe. On iTunes please that helps us the most so um, go and follow us on SoundCloud look I know y'all mad at us I know y'all like what the fuck is going on but there are some good things that are coming up there are some good things that are happening so we're really trying to keep tight lipped about trying to be tight lipped about that but the reason why we've taken so long to put out another episode is because we are working to bring you episodes more frequently and we've said that before but we are really actively working to bring you episodes more frequently so we are working on that trying to find a way but we just slipped the episode in because mm-hmm. we were like it's been such so long we don't want to lose touch with you guys and we don't want you guys to be like where the fuck are these girls at right so we decided to just put something out you know this won't be like our regular normal shows um it'll be the same structure but it's not like our normal shows because mm-hmm. we want to kick the shit we miss y'all <laughs> absolutely so um First, let's get into do you have a spirit animal? Um, no, I don't. Um, I'm gonna say my spirit animal is some more because like <laughs> we went to awesome. a, we went to a platinum comedy show last night, had some more Ricky Smiley, Bruce Bruce, Mike Epps, uh Tony Rock and Tony Sco And it was really hella funny. Like it was it was, it was, hilarious. It was hilarious. It was like stomach hurt honey, you know what (laughs) I'm saying? Like, not those chuckles, but where you like, please do not make me laugh again because my abs and my my cheeks are killing. That's how right it now. was. It was a point yeah. in time where I was literally in this, like warped space, like, please, I don't wanna laugh no more. Like this <laughs> is hella funny. I cannot stop laughing though. So yeah, yeah that shit like hurt, like but gut busting laughs. But yeah. um Samora came in there kicking shit. She was so beautiful and her body was on point. She had like a nice yeah. little, you know, cat suit on. I was like, Okay, Samora. Yeah, she looks good. And those I- white boots were yeah, point. like yeah. I see you she out, is out here. Good. TT, she's somebody's auntie. I do some more, got kids. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. she is just she's wild, but uh, yeah, so some more is my it's spirit. Really. I know. Yeah, um, do you have any pussy tail lockout nomination? Yes, not a nomination. He's going, it's the game. I'm done. Why? I'm done with him. He's just so fucking. Uh, He just, I can't. He just gets on my nerve. I don't know. Like his, if he stays off of social media and just stops, I'll, you know, like I'll probably like okay, I'll like him again. But just the way that he is on social media is very poo butt. I don't want to say he's poo butt or boo boo draws, but the content. Of the shit that he spews or posts or whatever is just boo boo draws to me. I can't stand it. You know what? I noticed that you wanted to kick him out. You texted me and told me that you wanted to kick him out after he posted that picture with his dick kind of hard on, in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, but that's usually that's, that's what the girls like. Shit, yeah, it is boo boo draws. But like <laughs> the caption was more boo boo draws to me when he was like, "Oh, like you know, if you a nigga and you staring at this, you gay." But back to the women, and it was like, it's like. <laughs> yeah nigga it's 2018 like cool it with a fucking homophobic (laughs) rhetoric my nigga yeah that's the shit right there I can't stand it he has to go yeah it was a lot it was it was a lot I don't know let me put my nominee in um my nominee for who we're gonna lock out is Kanye West I just want him to go and sit down for a minute I don't wanna knock him out for good I just want him to go sit down for a minute do his thing you know what I'm saying get mental right it's a lot of niggas let's 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 just hop off the train right here for a minute we gonna Mm -hmm. let make the train wait for us we gonna hop off on the platform and have a discussion Con- there are so many guys out here that be out here, like, having sex and still trying to get, like, women. And it's like, you are mentally fucked up. Like, you out here trying to find women, but you are low-key, borderline nuts. Nigga, like, why are you out here looking for girls? Like, I understand he's married, and that's fine, but you were not in the mind to even get married. And now it's showing. Now it's showing. Like, you know what I mean? like Yeah. Kim is slowly rolling out her divorce. (laughs) Yeah, she is. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mark. She she is. Those. Words. Absolutely. She's she rolling is. out a divorce. <laughs> she would never talk about Kanye West on the show. Now Ever. she's like, The nigga got mad because I had a band-aid. Like she she wants us to know first, step what one, she's been how crazy this is. nigga is. Yeah. Because yep. if she just leaves him and divorces him without any kind of like showing her side, which this bitch is a genius at, and her mom and her family are geniuses at yep. publicity, media, all this stuff, they want people to know this nigga's crazy. If she just left him without anybody knowing the other side, they're going to be like, you're a horrible person. You knew this nigga was wild when you first married him and now you're leaving now him because he wild. Him. Yeah. Like, you're you're out of line. But now, with her narrative, it's going to be like, oh, poor Kim, let's get her out of there. Exactly. When That's, it's Of course. When it's like, so she's, she's getting... She's rolling it out. She's yeah, rolling she it out. She I is. guarantee Absolutely. that it's going to get kicked up unless she changes her mind some, somewhere along the way, which I believe Kim Kardashian been wanting to be separate from from fucking Kanye West for a long time because close friends been dropping hints in TMZ. You know how they do the... A friend close to the Kardashians. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. they been dropping... You know, they been... Calling the Sweet local today. radio station like, uh, you know, uh, Kim's getting so sick of this nigga. Like, he's just <laughs> going crazy. She don't agree with him, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. hope that's not the case. But I really believe that that's about to happen. But to get back to the original point, you niggas that's crazy or, or have mental mommy issues, you niggas have, you know, daddy issues, you have any kind of issues, you need to take a break from dating. You just need to take a break. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need to be out here actively trying to have sex I think, with women. Yeah, I think not. I think, yeah, having sex with women. I think even even dealing with a woman on any type of capacity, not just like, oh, yeah, we can like become friends or something like that. Like, it doesn't work like that. I think you should completely cut it off. Yeah. Like, com- like, don't take no numbers. Nothing, nothing. Entertaining nobody. Do you think a male is capable of that? Um, I don't, I don't know if men are <clears throat> I don't capable. Think, I don't, I don't think men are capable. I think that they are in their own ways, but it still finds a way to hurt the woman. Exactly. You know what? And only this is another thing. I feel like if, a, can, can you see a man out here and I hate to generalize like this. So if I'm wrong, please comment or, you know, DM whatever. But I just feel like I don't ever see a man today in his 30s, in 25 to 45, just being like, you know what? I don't feel cool right now. So I'm not out here trying to have sex with nobody. Like, I'm just really focusing on me. That's a woman's uh, statement right there. Women say that. Niggas make fun of us for being like, I'm focusing on me. Mm -hmm. It's like... Or, like, I don't, I just can't I picture think that they, a dude I saying think that. that. I think that men have their own version of, I'm focused on me. What is it? It doesn't, one, to, like, back, just to take a step back from that, I think that men do not recognize depression mm. as a real thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, as something that they're actually going through, as something that they have to, like, figure it out. I think that they've always been in this, like, they don't want to. They don't really want to tap into that. I don't believe, or you know what I mean. So, I think that their version of it is is not committing to a woman and just kind of being out here with different w- women and just doing their own thing, like going to whatever they do. Like if it's like fitness, the clubs, whatever it is that they do, they're engulfed with that. Their friends, they don't. They don't really have to answer to anyone and they keep it like that. And I think that's their version of I'm doing, doing me. We just come, we come at it from like, we always put our spirituality into it. And so it's really just like a self-reflection. I don't think that men do the self-reflect part that a woman does in their I'm doing me face. Yeah. I think it's harmful for you. I think that's more harmful in retrospect. I don't think that you should be, I don't think that you should be having sex with women Period. Like, you should just... Because, one, sex is so intimate. Absolutely. And you are getting energy. energy. You are transferring energy. And you're in a relationship. You're having sex with this girl. And even if you are like, you know what? I don't want anything with you. You are still putting yourself in a position to because then what do you do when you are just having sex with the girl? Y'all go to the movies, y'all having Mm -hmm. dinner, you coming over, y'all Netflix and chilling. Y'all are having a a relationship without having a relationship, or you are doing something that's consistently because she feels like she feels like home, or different females feel Mm -hmm. because you know even if you out here having sex with five girls, it's one girl that you keep going back to. Whether it's because she got that good or whether because she tacos hella good or whatever Mm -hmm. you going back to you going back to a couple girls like one or two and you are confusing them because you ain't even in a place where you can even do that you just need to not even put yourself in a position where you can even get that you need to really clear your issues completely because you're spreading your issues while you're trying to get rid of them that don't make no sense it doesn't it doesn't and it's just it's just an epidemic I do feel that men you know do you think that if men did that, that things would be better in terms of the way... Yeah, I see your face. (laughs) I see your face. But so, like, do you think that, that things would be better in terms of, like, dating, in terms of, like, how things are right now? Wow. You know what I mean? That statement... That statement is a powerful statement. Let me tell you why. That question is a powerful question because, yes, it will be better. But it will be better in so many ways because men, I don't care if you're listening to this and you are one of those new feminine men don't open a door for me, women. This Men leave this society whether you want to face that or not. So a man who is literally, imagine where our culture would be if our men got their selves together mentally first. Imagine how many daughters that are raised up and now become women are not fucked up in these streets dating these dudes that are crazy or dating Mm -hmm. these dudes that remind them of your crazy non-fit ass. So now she's out here tripping too. Like do you understand how many women, how many women could be raised up correctly and mentally fit with a man who gets himself together mentally before bringing kids into this absolutely. world or busting in a female you know absolutely what I'm you know just how many homes would be more whole that, that's a, such a powerful question because this is our yeah. culture would be in a different direction if men would get themselves together mentally first i do uh, yeah i agree cuz y'all agree. y'all the leaders we follow y'all so that's why i'm like kanye should have took that time, yeah, Carter Kim, you know, you got a fat ass, you cute, you are this and that. I feel like if he mentally got himself together after his mother passed or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the thing was if absolutely. he was able to get on his feet, absolutely. I don't, I think he would have looked back at Kim and been like, yikes. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. But I now agree. you didn't, now you didn't ingrain but you, this. But you think, but if you, taking it a just a, a step back and, you know, I don't want to get too far too far off trail but um that that's been 400 500 years of that being ingrained into the black male, the black male has a lot of things. Spe- specifically, the black man. I'm saying men. This, this, this goes out to just men in general, but now I'm specifying to the black man. If you, they have so many layers that they have to pull back, right? Because it's like been instilled in them for 500 years that they weren't, you know, they weren't good enough because of, you know, back in slavery days, and they have to watch their fucking wife give birth to a baby that don't come out looking nothing like them because mm-hmm. the man been raping him and it's nothing that he can do about it and just. Been being demasculated the black man's been demasculated for years and we've been put in a have to be strong situation and we've been holding on to this we strong we strong and just all that bullshit that has just divided us so far Mm -hmm. i think black love is coming back around i think mental health is coming back around and i just i just think that I had, um, somebody said something, I don't remember where I saw it, but it was like, never raise a, I probably saw it on the Instagram meme, but it was like, never date someone that you don't, that you wouldn't want your daughter or son to end to, up like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And to me, I feel like Kanye, if he had continued to get it together, he would have looked back at Kim Kardashian and been like, what the fuck am I doing? But because he entered into this relationship with her mm-hmm. in a place where he was mentally gone, it was kinda like the hammer hitting the nail. Well, I think it's not even it's not even before it's before Kim. It's really Amber. If yeah. you wanna start there. Yeah. I think that, you know, like he should have taken that time before even dealing with her. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have been dealing with her. Was did his mom die before or after Amber? I feel like his mom was alive with Amber. Um, his mom died. Wow, with Amber. Wow, with Amber. Okay, because I'm trying to think. We gotta fact check that, we but fact check, yeah. but yeah. So for sure, I just just but even but even you know like. Yeah, know. but I'm being bringing it back around. He's getting locked out of Pussy Town because he needs to get his mental health in order, and he he really just needs to bring it back. Okay, but so is it too far gone? I don't know. I believe is it too far I gone? believe in God. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe in God. And anytime people say, it's so many things that people have said, like, this can't be done, and then it's, it's done. done. Yeah, like, for sure. you know what I'm saying? So I would never say that. I hope he's good. I hope, I, I want him to come back around. But I will also say, and a lot of y'all might hate me for this, I don't dis- totally disagree with what Kanye is doing all the way. I, I think that, It's just like somebody who might go give a homeless person $100, right? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And you like, that's... That's cool. That's awesome that you're giving that homeless person hundred dollars. But then you get a homeless person hundred dollars, and then you like, you know, because if you wasn't on crack, you wouldn't be homeless. And you know what I'm saying? Don't take that and buy no crack. And you know what? Matter of fact, you do stink. And did And you just—it's like I agree with the initial thing that you were doing, but then the extra that you put on top of it, I can't. That's ro- what I can't I rock, rock with, you. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. At the core, at the core of what he's doing. Yes. yes. Do I understand it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Completely. But like you said, it's just the way that he's going about it. That's not cool. And that's what, you know, that's what you don't agree with. Yeah. And I think that that's fine. That's fair. I, I watched the uh, interview that he did. I watched the meeting that he had with Trump and he was saying some things that were making... All white people in that office, very uncomfortable. And that's what I liked. He was making them uncomfortable. And I get what he was doing by kissing Trump's ass. It's kind of like when you meet a person like that, that's how you manipulate them. So sorry. You manipulate them by saying how much you love them, how great they are. Oh, you are amazing. Okay, but But let's let's talk about this. Exactly. And that's what he was doing. So I understood it, but... When you say some shit like, and he gifted him a Make America Great hat and took the again away. You know, so things like that, I understand. What is what is crazy is you saying, you gave me power because of this hat. Like, sometimes maybe the ass kiss and method probably went a little bit overboard. Mm-hmm. And people who are not intimate on what's going on. Right. Is right, right. like what the fuck are you talking about? I think that that's because that's because they're getting those bite size things. Like exactly. you actually listened to the interview. Exactly. You you saw it in this in totality instead yeah. of what a perspective, any any platform on social media is going to give you their narrative, what they perceive it or what they want you to perceive it as. So if you just go on the whatever Instagram page and just see the little post and whatever they clipped and it's like, yeah, 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 <sighs> cool. Because you're just seeing one piece of something, and it's really just like exploring, expanding, learning, and listening to the whole thing and really not being so engulfed in what media is trying to push for you to think yep. about the situation. Yep. And, you know, people are, it's getting to the point where I believe that that's happening and you can get swept up in that very, very easy, yeah, very easily. Like, it's just like, it's like, what? Like, people literally, I believe that the shade room, let's, let's, now we say another <laughs> turn. I believe that the shade room posts things. For certain reactions, they encourage a reaction with their post. That's why they're so addicting. It'll be like Alec Baldwin said that he was invited to the cookout. What do you think with the with the side eye? Like it's like, come on, man. Y'all know that people gonna get on there like that nigga got us. Like you know, you you suggest. The reaction that you want, like how when everybody was calling Kevin Hart baby ugly, it's like they kept posting that baby like look, here's Anika with another baby. But as soon as he <laughs> blossomed and got that little cuteness to him, mm-hmm. then now you barely see his baby on there. But as soon as he, you know, wasn't that attractive, it was like, here he go again, y'all. What y'all got to say about his baby today? It's like, <laughs> goddamn! Like, why would y'all keep doing this? Turn That's the true. comments off. That's so, true. Same with a uh, Khloe Kardashian baby. They just kept posting but that baby. She is so cute. She's she's always yeah. been cute to me too. Me, yeah, she's just so adorable. She looks like a little like cabbage patch yeah, she doll. Do. She's like super a little, cute with them cheeks. It's like oh, super cute cutie. But they tear her down in them comments. They would be like. Can we get everyone off the filter, sis? Like, it'd be like, goddamn. But yeah. um, I have a second nominee. So, okay, a sec, a third, a second nominee. Okay, to throw in the batch. Now I don't want him to be locked out, but I want him to sit down. Okay, for like five minutes. Okay, Uncle Snoop. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. There are oh, a couple reasons. What's up with one? Okay, I'm gonna play the clip. He just got. He's very mad at Kanye, and I understand. I understand, you know how you could be upset with Kanye with what's going on. But this was a little too far to me.
0: Be on the late frame, but I just found out who Kiki was. <laughs> Kiki is your bitch. That's why you're so mad. Cause Drake put dick in your bitch. He did, uh Drake, you a cold nigga, cuz? I like that song, but I ain't know why I liked it. I really like it. Now, Kiki, do you love me? Remember sucking me? And every every ever, ever, ever inside you. Yeah, he put dick in your bitch. How about that? Mm. Kiki, you bitch you. Oh. He fucked Kiki down, didn't he?
2: Yikes.
0: Good shit, Drake.
2: Yikes. Did you pour
0: champagne on her? Whoa. Did you give her a little bit? Oh, or shit. a lot of bit?
2: Kiki, do you love me? So you
0: yeah. never leave me, but you did for
1: that nigga. all thought it was over?
0: That's who Kiki is for real? Eh, eh, eh.
2: So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> he yeah. just took it a
1: little far, man. He just took it uh, a little you know. far and I, I do fuck with Snoop. I think that I am so looking forward. Do you know I am so looking forward to his story being told. Yeah. And I'm so looking forward, forward to his wife's story being told. I just want to know. Yeah. Like, I'm so interested to really see cuz if, like if you look at all the the other like movies like the biggie movie and the Pac movie da, 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 you'll see that he was like in the videos but he still wasn't the main focal point. Like he was he was there but it wasn't like a it wasn't like they never really focused on him and I really just want to know like from his perspective and his version of how he saw things because he was so like reserved or like y'all ain't put me in that or you know whatever that you know I just I I don't know I just want to get his his perspective yeah this nigga that brings me to the second reason why when they lock him out of pussy (laughs) town he is still cheating on his wife, and that shit is just whack to me, dog. Like, it is. It's yeah. like, nigga, she been rocking with you for hella long, Snoop, and you hella old, and you still doing this. Give me some hope. You was one of the niggas in Hollywood that I thought was like, you know what? I was fucking bitches 10, 15 years ago. I'm a little bit better now. I'm not doing it no more. You know, I'm too old for this shit. I'm pushing 70. I'm done. But you still doing it, Snoop? You got a grandbaby. <laughs> two at a at, at grandbaby stage, two. you need to settle down, pump the brakes, pop pop. Like it's old. <laughs> you got grays, nigga. Your mane is gray. Like I know. You out and you out here with bitches who been exposing niggas. Like I don't get that. I, that we can keep jumping from topic to topic because I don't get that. <laughs> like, I don't get how niggas is still getting caught up with these bitches who just exposed same. your partner yesterday. And <laughs> it's just like what's happening? The same sis? bitches. It's like you. I don't get that. You don't understand. You laid in bed. They call her the Black Widow, and you you not only are laying in bed with her, you sending her videos. Talking on I'm with the family right now. Would you? Oh, like Uncle Snoo, <laughs> you uh, not you sloppily see. cheating too? <sighs> he gotta go out. But I love, I, I love him though. That's so cold. But Me you know too. what? If we had to vote, uh, see, hey, I, I, if, I just need to go ahead. Uh, listen, Game just need to go ahead because I just keep giving this nigga chances after chance after chance. It's like you need to just go ahead and just. And if we meet him, I mean, I'm sure that's going to be our nigga, you know what I'm saying? But but I would, I'm going to have Snoop go sit down. Yeah. So we can put everybody out of everybody. I think Snoop needs to go sit down. We need to check Kanye into a nonprofit black owned health clinic. And then we need to like, I don't know, we need to block this nigga from from being able to post on uh, We need to block his app from yeah. being able to post. like let's just take his Instagram Let's take away. his Instagram account away. If I really had, oh my gosh. Okay, so we are going to lock out. We're going to lock, we need to take Kanye's phone, all his devices, anything he can use. He's to- about to go to his the, the clinic, so they have to take his phones anyway. Oh, okay, so is he checking himself in? He's che- He's going to check himself in to a non-profit black-owned Health clinic. hello all you need to do is add uh you know spirituality on top of that somebody who's gonna talk to you with God in mind because yes uh, we can go into yes. it but anyway somebody's gonna talk to you with God in mind you know what I'm saying like I want to see a therapist but I want somebody to come to me come at me with a spiritual like Absolutely. a spiritual aspect because I just believe that mental issues are spiritual I don't think that I feel like people be trying to approach it from like a you know, you're depressed or, you know, but it's really spirits and principalities out here that you wrestling with. And if you don't understand that yourself, you can't help me. That's how I feel. If you don't get that, then you don't know what you're talking about. You can talk to me about my childhood all day, but niggas go to therapy every day, B, and still come out stabbing people, killing people, shooting up schools and shit. So you feel me? Talk to me you know, with the knowledge of what you cannot see. But... Um, right. So, yeah. <laughs> right. He's going to the clinic. Snoop is going to sit down for five minutes yeah. out. Snoop's at... And it's, we're it's taking... In, 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 locked out of pussy town right now. Okay. So, Snoop is who we voted and on. We ta- and then we taking... in Jason. Jason. And- Instagram, Instagram away. yeah, he gotta. I mean, ooh, he just needed as it much down. as I, I. That's what I'm I, saying. I hate to be a I, contrarian. <laughs> no, I, that's what I'm saying. That's why I keep giving him a chance. Ah, uh, yeah. Ooh, I don't know if he could ever really stay out forever. Like he ugh. can but he gotta stop that boo boo draws posting, man. I, I, he just has to. I love. Let's get him a new PR then. I love hate it because Lord, listen, that is something that you can look at, but you can never ever really like pursue because he is <sighs> lord but so <laughs> let's move on uh I knew a guy like that I think guys that are I always feel like guys that are overly like hella like rude and just like hella vocal and I just always feel like those people are I feel like they got little dicks that's normally how I feel. Okay. I, I met a guy kind of similar to that. And I just felt like I never saw, because I've slowed down on my dick activity also. But I feel like <laughs> <laughs> he had a little dick. And I just felt like that was what was really popping. I felt and like that was the issue. That was, that was the matter? Yeah. I felt like that was for
2: sure the matter.
1: <laughs> um. So, so what's something that made you happy like today? But also... What are some updates from last time everybody heard from you? Um, from us. Okay. <laughs> so what has made me happy today? You know what made me happy today? I did um, DoorDash because I was hella hungry, but I didn't feel like leaving. Mm-hmm. And so I did DoorDash for um, some Chipotle. And so when the guy pulled up, he was like, he was like a, he was a black but He was kind of like, a knock, a little bit, like you, you can <laughs> just tell. A that, knock is a crackhead, y'all. Know, like somebody that just, you know, used to be on drugs. Yeah, he looked like he was on methyl because he was kind of young, but still, like he ain't get whatever. Anyway, so he brought me my food, and I was like, <laughs> okay. And so when I looked. That's why I don't like getting DoorDash from certain places because I'm hella picky. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I didn't have one of my sauces that I asked for on the side. And I was like, well, damn, like I can't eat. Like if all my stuff is not together, it's like yeah. hard to eat it. <laughs> so I was like, well, fuck. Like, okay, fuck. They I forgot the sauce. He was like, oh, shit. He was like, it was a sauce on there. So he looked, he was like, you know, my bad. He was like, I promise. He was like, um, He was like, I'm going to go back and get it for you. And I was like I was like okay I'm like you sure? He was like yeah 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 I'm going to go back and get it for you. So I was like okay but then I was like you said that you about to just drive off and not give it back to me like whatever right? Mm-hmm. And then like 25 minutes later someone knocks on my door. Wow. And so I had I opened a door and he had like kind of like walked off cuz you could tell he was like scared to like knock on my door and he was like um and he was like here. He was like here's your Aww. he was like here's your sauce. He was like I always keep my word. He was like so here. Aww. And it it was so like that was a good part of my day cuz I had kind of like kind of judged him because you know he I, obviously I know you on yeah. drugs and you out here like trying to find a hustle which is cool. Yeah. But he just someone so just someone being able to like to show me that it's like you know whatever I say is is what it is and I want to prove that to you even if you we never see each other again so I just thought that that was awesome so that was the highlight of my day wow that touched me oh my gosh you should have went last <laughs> goodness gracious my highlight is just that I have leftovers at the house Lord have mercy <laughs> Um, no, that's really my highlight. Like, I have I have leftovers. Oh, yeah. um, I've been that eating... That looked good last night, by the way. I should, I should have took a bite, but I didn't. I my had, stomach was hurting. Girl, I had no carbs. I don't eat carbs during the week. And I ate... Oh, my gosh. I had some bomb food last night. This weekend, I've just eating bomb food and I have leftovers so I'm just like uh, yes Yes. like I'm just excited about it (laughs) like the littlest things and then I got some ruffles right here with me so if y'all hear me like kind of crunching a little bit it's the ruffles (laughs) Um, that's my little guilty pleasure when the girl things come around so (laughs) sorry y'all but uh, (laughs) okay but yeah that's what made me happy today and I got to sleep in and I don't get to sleep in I got to sleep in today which is like ugh like, I even had to drag myself out because I'm like, you know what? Y'all could go another two weeks without an episode, you know, until we get everything that's trying to, that we're getting together. But I was yeah. like, nah. Yeah, no, I, I had to drag I literally slept until like one o'clock, y'all. Like, it was so good. Yeah. Oh, I know. You deserve know. that sometimes, sometimes. you deserve it. I, yeah, I woke up at 10.30 and was like, this was really good because I, you know, I'll be up at like hella early and I hate it. Yeah. But, um, Yeah, it felt good to just like sleep in. To chill. It did. It did. I just was like maybe next weekend. Next weekend it'll probably be like a just Netflix and Netflix. A Netflix, you know Netflix and sleep. And you know that those weekends save you money. They do. They absolutely (laughs) do. There's a challenge that I encourage myself to do and all of you who are Mm -hmm. listening, just like one week of no spending. Like no spending at all. I mean, of course, like your essentials. So if you, you know, of course, your food and stuff like that. But you should try to like try to go grocery shopping to prepare yourself for that week. Exactly. And then you know, um, get that and then fill up your gas tank or whatever. However you get to work. After that, just no spending. For no, real. No like miscellaneous stuff. No stores for candles or nothing like that. Or, now I'm talking to myself. Yeah, myself go too. Get weird shit like that. Um, but yeah, just no spending. I'm starting to learn how to like so basically what I do is when I get paid I'll put like 500 in my savings and then I'll just That's go paying do whatever else first like yeah. every we went to the fin, the uh, financial class yesterday and then just even it. aside uh, just even aside from that um just from when I speak to people who you know just who are in a, a position of which I'm either in or or aspiring to be they always say paying yourself first is important before yeah. you pay any bill, before you wow. pay any whatever you pay Love. yourself first. So you kick your money to yourself Love and that. then you, you do what you need to do. I learned some valuable things from that conference. Uh, I learned one and I'm going to share one thing with you guys is she said, so to figure out what you want to profit each month from your business. And this is for business owners specifically. If to figure out what you want to earn from your business, you have to calculate your bills a month and when you calculate your bills a month don't just do bills calculate like leisure time activities as well like okay you know my rent is 1400 which I know some of y'all out there like for one bedroom fuck but yep it's California um, my That's rent is cheaper side okay <laughs> um, my rent is $1,400 uh, and I'm not saying my rent specifically I'm just saying um, my rent is $1,400 um, my cable bill my Wi-Fi bill, because you know you gotta have Wi-Fi, is a hundred. It's seventy. Uh, my insurance is like let's say fifty. Um, my whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I typically will spend up to three hundred dollars to like go do something, a leisure time activity a month. Maybe mm-hmm. go have drinks with my friends, maybe two or three times. So calculating that, then you know how much you need to make. A month. My groceries are typically two fifty. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Two fifty to three. You know, so you gotta really get all that together. My PGE, if it's not included my PGE is typically for a single person, thirty dollars, if mm-hmm. that's the most on a winter night, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um mm-hmm. but after you do that, then that's how much your business needs to make. Your business needs to make over that amount so at the Mm -hmm. least you need to make that a month if you can do that you rocking you know what I'm saying so um that should be going to the thought of how much your product is if you're selling products or services how much your services are so that's just something that I learned but Mm -hmm. going to that conference made me think about a few things and I know it made you think about a few things so Mm -hmm. let's kind of get into that it made me think about. Well, let's start off and just like let everybody know the,
2: the, the experience. The,
1: the seminar or workshop was based on um, financial management, financial gain, making your money work for you. Mm-hmm. So that was just to kind of set the tone of where, where we were. Mm-hmm. Okay. But go ahead. So when we got in there, I'm going to tell you the experience just so we could start at base. I don't want to bash this place or anything like that because it was very um, informative, as you guys know. Um, we walked in. I walked in. <laughs> this is my personal experience. I walked in. They're like, hey, are you here for the conference? I'm like, yeah. They're like, go to the table to register. I go to the table. There's a lady, older lady sitting there looking at me like, what the fuck are you at the table for? <laughs> I'm like, uh, so... I don't know if y'all have seen that Diddy meme where he's staring at the guy who's singing on um, that thing. And the guy's staring back. He got the Odell Beckham hairstyle yeah. and he's staring back. And then Diddy's staring back and the dude is staring back. That's how it was. It was like, <laughs> man, like, I'm just trying to get some help. Like, right. you know, like, they sent me here. Like, I'm here for it. Like, what do people come up to this table for? Like, I'm not coming to like shoot the shit. I'm not coming cause you fucked my nigga like I'm coming cause I wanna like sign up and register so I can go sit yeah. in the class <laughs> yeah. and I was like 10 minutes late so I'm like come Chana, on yeah. like you feel me yeah. like bust the fucking move lady <laughs> and she was just like <laughs> it was just like what's up bitch so I'm like uh he said I had to register at this table and she's like oh here go a bag and like <laughs> gave me a bag with a notebook in it and then was like go get your name tag from over there And I went and got a name tag. And when I went up to the table, I was like, so how? Because name (laughs) tags were like taken apart. You know, I would think that they would have the name tags already. Like, oh, what's your name? Oh, here's your name tag. Mm -hmm. It's like, here's the supplies to make a name tag. So I was like, so what? Do you do this or do I do this? And she was like... Yeah, just write your name, like you know, (laughs) like didn't explain how to put the card in there, nothing. Lord, Lord, she like, oh, here go back. I'm like, ma'am, I have one. Like, do y'all got designated jobs? Or it was just, and then we went. I went up to the seminar, and it was just kind of like, first of all, I want to thank. Sarika who helped. <laughs> um hold Clean on the table off. What y'all? Wait. Um, so we, we pressed for time, but <laughs> um let me just read from this paper L- letter <laughs> to t- um, the the goal for for this se- <laughs> seminar. It was just like what are we doing? So I just, and I say all this to say that black, because it was for, it was a black, for black women. Yeah, We deserve things that are of quality and it's fine to give us things that are quality. You cannot expect anybody to take your business, your event, your anything serious if you are not taking it serious. It shows. And when you are half-assing, it shows. Like, I want to, and I probably shouldn't say this on the show, but I believe that we should start. I want to start throwing events for women, for black women that are of substance and really, really about that life. And I get that it takes time to get there, but I don't wanna just put something out there that are for that's for like whoever you no, know what right. I'm saying you, like you wanna you yeah, you wanna break it down and have a a target a a market that you're focused on, exactly. and that's totally okay. I think that with I think that with how yesterday went. Um, it it really didn't matter, I think, from what the age range was or anything like that. I just really think that the, the execution bottom line was poor. I just come from, you know, it and the, the tools and stuff was there. So I'm not, I learned from it and it was a great kickoff to me just for me to invest in me. That was an invest in me situation. It had nothing to do with anything that was outside of just, what I was trying to do for myself. Yeah. So I appreciate even taking that step. But execution was wrong. Um, the venue was wrong, if we want to go there. The venue yeah. was completely wrong, um, which, which, created mayhem and dismay and just made things look even that much more disorganized. If it was a smaller venue, you're not able to really see the background mess as much. Exactly. It's disrespectful to me, to your own people, right. to women, to black women, for you to be like, hey, we're the most undervalued. And then you all hear like... You know, like, you know, I I think that those people, those people were not current. A lot of the people that we were dealing with, a lot of people like, yeah, Mm -hmm. thanks to Mary Lee Gibson and, and, you know, Bella Mae Johnson. And it's like that, you know, they were coming out with canes. No disrespect. But I just think that they still had on seven piece church suits with hats which is great but everything like the technology wasn't there um, the presentation for the one that I was in was really blurry and all of those things matter and count and blah 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 but at the root of the the root of what we went for was there and I do I do appreciate it. It was mad outdated but I do appreciate that as It was very outdated well. yeah. Um, but yeah that shit was like wow can we can we get a can we get a refill? But you know what <laughs> I'm listening. I'm thinking like like I was talking to my brother the other day. He was like, "Damn, you know, like do as a woman. Does it ever make you feel like because we're working to get this entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurial new real, new real thing? <laughs> you, <can say> it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Um, we're working to get this thing popping and. It's like, it's not easy. That's one. The beginning steps is probably the hardest part because you're like, how am I going to not make money from a paycheck? Like, literally the amount of money you make is solely on you. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to go hard. You really got to promote. You got to become one of those annoying people and you don't even know if it's going to work. But he was like, does it ever make you feel a way that you out here doing this and you know it's women out here who could you like busting your ass but it's women out here who like here's some pussy and they getting like what you make in a month and a night you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. does that ever make you feel like I'm like fuck yeah like I feel like it crosses everybody's mind I feel like it's crossed Mm -hmm. my mind before not Mm -hmm. really to hoe but to be like nigga. Uh, for, can I uh, make this simpler? Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> like yeah.
1: how can we, how can we get this cracking? You know what I'm saying? Or women who just kind of take off their bra and their panties and get what you make in a, in two weeks in a night? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that shit is definitely hard. But it also got me to thinking about the other side of tricking. Like everybody thinks about like women as like getting the benefits from tricking, but I feel like guys get benefits from tricking too. From them tricking or yeah. for them being the tricker or the tricky? For them to being the tricky. For them to be supplying the cash. They get benefits from that. And I'm gonna tell you why. Y'all get benefits from tricking because Y'all, it's nothing that makes a man feel better than being a provider. I don't care what you niggas say. You guys don't know that. It's some of y'all that's listening to this right now that in 2018, y'all don't even understand this because you've never done it. You never tricked on a woman. So you don't, you may not have had the funds or you may not be that kind of nigga, but you don't understand how it feels to provide for a woman it makes you feel good to be daddy it's empowering it makes you feel good you don't realize it because you've never done it but there is a there's a flip side to it y'all get y'all get joy out of that too y'all get joy out of a woman coming to you and needing you for money or asking for money or even just doing stuff for her seeing that light up on her face because she got something that she never could have got on her own like I mean, she could, but it's, you know... Well, I'm talking about a woman who can't afford it. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing... If you are dealing with a woman who can't afford it, you're not tricking because that's your girl. Obviously, if you buy her something that she can buy herself, y'all on another level. But when it comes to a woman who is working a nine-to-five or stripping or hoeing or whatever, she don't have, you know, she don't really have it like that and she dealing with your rich ass and you decide to buy or even if you're not rich, you decide to buy her something that she can't afford. Oh, man. Like, yeah. that power yeah. is, because a woman who can't afford it, it's not the same gratitude. She like, thanks, Nigga, I could buy 14 pairs of Balenciaga shoes. Like, you know what I'm saying? That ain't nothing to me. But she appreciates it coming from you, and that's sweet. But a woman who is out here wearing Nikes and Adidas and shit, like, you know what I'm saying? You buy her some Balenciaga tennis shoes that she been seeing every Instagram thought wear every two days. She like, oh,
2: my gosh.
1: Like, that gratitude is different, and yeah. you you feel that as a man. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 levels to the trick and shit. You feel good, too. Yeah. That's why I'm like, anybody who just ever has, like, a negative feeling about trickiness, like, nigga, you get just as much out of it as you. I mean, I, as her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. And then, also, seeing niggas, Wayne just came out with Carter 5. Mm-hmm. You listen? Yeah, I did. We can say that for Jimmy the Week, though. No, okay. I'm not going into that. I'm going into the aspect of him being like, money over bitches. He's still saying money over bitches mm-hmm. on this album.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wayne is pushing 40. <laughs> <laughs> He's still money over bitches <laughs> in this album. Yeah. It's like, what's... And mm-hmm. niggas are still listening to this. It's like, Wayne, 2008, Sure. 2018 money over bitches nigga you should have a bitch you should have you a man. you should have a bitch because she's actually the one that's gonna propel you financially to, hello and get more money we not on it in 2018 Wayne I get that the I get that this album that song made came out like you know earlier but come on my guy like you can't keep pushing that narrative to these young boys it's steering him in the wrong direction he has too many kids he has too many <laughs> kids he do have hella kids but he has too many men young men that he's raising to still push that narrative to still push that narrative and you have and, a, daughter, and a daughter who's with someone who who is just like you yeah. who's money over bitches and her <laughs> Because this nigga with his baby mama in every other picture, she on there like, fuck a nigga. I don't care. I'm unbothered. But you not. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how, you know how when you was 18, you had to like make your, because our 18 was like a different, we telling our age right now. But you put on your away message like, I don't care about niggas. Like, <laughs> I've been out here pimping Like You know what
2: I'm saying?
1: That's
2: hella we true. We change our MySpace name to some shit like the Super single. I don't give a fuck Aldridge like you know Dejan been getting niggas Aldridge like you know what I'm saying like fucking nigga I don't care you know what I'm saying like been out here like you True. know what I'm saying you take the nigga yes. out of top 8 yeah, top 8 gone <laughs> you out of here my brother you know what I'm saying like that shit you did
1: when you was younger or even even back then you if it was like Instagram days you post some shit like a meme that says like the strongest woman understands it's like a picture Tammy Rivera looking off into the,
2: the fucking sunset. And
1: she's like, you know, uh, it's just, you know that you're a good woman when a man can break you many pieces and you can still be whole. Or like,
2: you know, like, <laughs> she was like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: But it's like yeah. at this age, we not you know what I'm saying? Which is kinda like where the disconnect is in their relationship, cause this nigga's like almost thirty, she's eighteen, oh, and I didn't she's know, doing I didn't know how old he was. I never even inquired about that. He's twenty eight. He, oh, and she is and 19. nineteen. So she's still doing that shit that every time they break up, she's online like <laughs> I'm single now. I'm single now. Fucking nigga, fucking nigga. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, yeah. sis, are right, you bothered? Like, if you wasn't bothered, you wouldn't even waste your time posting this video. Energy. Like, yeah. it's good. But yeah, so she's in hindsight, because of your money over bitches narrative or the kind of man she's seen you be, mm-hmm. she's now dating a man just like you. I know. Did you see him smack her ass on live? Yeah, that was like... Like, it damn near felt like he stuck it in, you know what oh. I'm saying, while they were online. Because like, she turned it off a little, like... Yeah. Looks. It was at one point where she looked and her eyes got big, like, yo, Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> like, nigga. And then you, you hear, you see him
1: push her dress up and put it, like, over her ass. Then you see him
2: do that and say damn and you see her eyes get big at a certain point and the IG just yeah it's like oh my do 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 (laughs) Like, they listen. I know nigga. why you're doing this. Sis. Keep <laughs> on now that I've gotten to this point. Keep on keeping on, man. <laughs> oh, wait, sidebar. Yeah, I'm watching you about to spark this blood and <laughs> about to spark this joy right now.
1: And it just has me thinking about last night. You niggas, listen, I'm like, let me tell you, if you, I'm a, if I go, I've learned something from last night. If I go anywhere where OGs is going to be, I'm going to bring a gas mask. Because you niggas take the rules Chain of a concert smoke. to a whole nother level. Niggas will smoke weed in a concert. Niggas will smoke weed at a comedy show, whatever, especially when it's in a stadium. Not if it's an intimate venue. I don't want to get you niggas in trouble. But if it is Tux a... Fox Theater, they do it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's different, too, because that's a little... Bigger, Hipster. but yeah. you can if you are in this motherfucker smoking weed, fine. But for you to chain smoke cigarettes at a concert, <laughs> like that is a whole another level. I'm about to be high as fuck after that. <laughs> yeah, that cough, was... <laughs> yeah, nigga. When you, when you cough, nigga, them lungs open up, and that marijuana be like,
2: excuse me. <laughs> 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 that marijuana getting them lungs, like nigga. Let me just thanks. One more call, sis. I'm in here. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes later, yo ass gazing <laughs> into the sunset, nigga. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, in two stuck. minutes it's gonna be like, <laughs> Sammy, you there, nigga? Shot. <laughs> <Do, do, do. laughs> the fire is just go do do do,
1: <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Shout out, shout out to that fucking, this weed brand called Chill, man. You know, weed is legal in um, California, and I purchased this new um, brand called Chill. Listen, weed is very... This is what you learn when weed becomes legal in your state. I'm so glad that I'm able to talk to y'all before it's legal in your state, if it's not legal in your state right now. Because I'm going to give you some good etiquette at the Cannabis Club. One, um, weed is very, whatever the brand name of the weed is, believe that shit. Believe that shit. Words. Understand it and understand it. it is just real. It is real. If that shit is called mind
2: tricks, <laughs> stay away. Don't sis. fucking take it if it's called mind tricks. If that shit is called,
1: if that shit is called, slap the fuck out your mama. Don't take it. And don't Very smoke true. it don't eat it don't do nothing with it just let it sit in the fucking cannabis club and wait for the next nigga to pick it up don't you do don't it don't do it
2: I, I have, promise you
1: I had something I'm not gonna say the name because I don't wanna get sued but there was something that I had I bought it from the cannabis club and you know I'm gonna tell y'all a story fuck it it's story time bust it story time so bam look I I, was—my mom had started going through menopause, and she was like, I need something that is going to make me feel, you know, cool, because menopause is like hell for me. And Mm -hmm. I heard my doctor said that weed helps, so— what's up um, my mama hadn't smoked weed since she was like 14 so I was just trying to open her up to a new world and I knew that she was on a train for a minute she was my role dog she was. smoking for a minute she was fucking with it she was. and I wanted to show her that you know since the 70s because that's when she was 14 since the 70s There's many ways to intake weed. You don't have to smoke it. You can eat it. You can drink it. You can fucking burn a candle. Like, you can literally put a patch on your arm. Like, there are so many ways to intake weed these days. You can put it in your bathtub. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many ways. So, I'm, like, trying to open her up to this new world of weed. So, I... So, I get her some edibles from this club. Mind you, this is, here's my first mistake. I'm going to go through my mistakes as they, as I make them in the story. Here's my first mistake. I let her try an edible that I had never tried before. It was yeah. something, it was a very, a brand new edible i never tried before. The name spoke for itself. It was called like <laughs> Cucamonga Cracker Killer. <laughs> now, I don't want to really say that's not the real name yeah, of it, but I, I just can't say the real name because you feel me. Yeah. So, We took the weed, so it was an edible, it was some toffee and we, she's coming to get me from my house we are on our way to breakfast, I take a bite, I give her a bite I break myself off a bigger piece because my tolerance is higher, you know I do this on a normal basis, I know what I'm doing (laughs) she don't, so I'm like here's a small piece for you, here's (laughs) a daddy size piece for me, cause nigga I get I do this, right, or I thought second mistake, um, so we go to this restaurant, we eat breakfast, it's hella good, we drink some orange juice. As I'm sitting here, my high kicks in. I'm dumb high, like I'm really, really high, but it's a good high. I'm like, yes, this is popping, I love how I'm feeling. I'm drinking orange juice, third mistake. Vitamin yeah. C will boost your high, guys. Yep. There's a little tidbit for you. If you are ever high, you don't want to smoke no more, but you want to be higher, Orange orange juice juice. juice. For an edible, if you are eating an edible, the more you eat and drink, the higher you You will get. get. Okay. So, I am cool. So, she's like, let's go to Walmart. I got to go grocery shopping a little bit. She got to go grocery shopping a little bit. Why not have a high Walmart trip? At this point, we are both high and feeling good. We are having a great time. I take my orange juice in a to-go box. (laughs) I mean, a to-go cup, and we are out, right? Got Mm -hmm. my little orange juice sipping we're both lit so we go to walmart we walk in and it is wonderful like it is great um we are laughing with each other <laughs> i see this nigga who i know from instagram only i'm feeling away because i'm like nigga i really just threw on some clothes to go to breakfast and now i see the nigga from instagram fine whatever that's when the weed starts to turn um I'm like <laughs> Yo, so before this, I tell my mom, mom, if we get in here and you start tripping, I'm like I don't know you. We laughing. It's a joke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She like, aha, we cracking up. We saw, I saw the nigga, and that's where it starts to turn. So I see him. I don't speak. I keep walking. But for the rest of that Walmart trip, my only <laughs> thought is... This nigga is going to take a picture of me and post it on
2: Instagram. And then then I start getting higher and higher. And the more high I get, the more I sip on the orange juice. Fourth mistake. Fourth mistake. I saw now I start to look at the orange juice like, this fucking orange juice is the devil. So now I'm trying to abandon the orange juice. But for some reason, I can't abandon it fully. Like I can't just put it down because I'm worried about littering and then I just feel like I'm about to hit the ground like I'm like I'm about
1: to fall like I'm about to hit the ground and I'm just about to fucking like and all I kept thinking is I'm gonna hit the ground I'm gonna fall I'm gonna pass out and then a nigga from Instagram is gonna run back
2: over here and take a picture of me and post it on Instagram like DJ underscore Audrey just fucking faded in Walmart this bitch is a crackhead like that's what I'm thinking like this nigga's gonna call this nigga's gonna post me as a crackhead on this page like I am Dead. Like, <laughs> I'm going to see this nigga again. Like, as soon as I hit the board, this nigga's going to be in the same owl taking pictures, taking <laughs> videos. we going to be on his live nigga. People going to be commenting like, is that DJ ordered? <laughs> it's going to be a wrap. So
1: the whole time, I'm just getting progressively and com- co- progressively higher. And I'm like, my mom is like, are you good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm straight. So I'm trying not to scare her because she's not really used to being high. I am trying supposed, supposed to be the veteran at this shit. And I'm fucking up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she just, she cool. But I am lit <laughs> out of my fucking mind. This is fucking with me more because it's making me feel like, My mama can hold her shit better than I can hold my shit. What the fuck? She a newbie and I've been doing this and my mom is like chilling and I'm out here like about to hit the fucking floor and bust my head in Walmart. So I'm like telling myself like, Dejean, don't leave the earth. Don't leave the earth. That's literally what I'm telling myself over and over and over again. Like, this is how you overdose on weed, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm like, what the fuck? So... Then I'm walking and I'm like, just, you know, I'm like, okay, like, John, you're either gonna die here or you're gonna have to just tell your mom what's going on. Like, you're gonna have to explain to her. Now, mind you, let me tell you how this, how much this is scary to me. This is scary to me because my mom is my that's my post. If anything happens, if there's ever (laughs) an emergency, that is
2: tag that's the tag base that's <laughs> yeah. the person i'll be like hey base. nigga yeah. ain't going good mama what's <laughs> up like nigga what we doing <laughs> like and she's high too so it's like nigga my fucking rock is high just as high as it's me like, so yeah. i can't go to you if i fucking <laughs> overdose off this week because you high too right so who we going to and the next <laughs> person is like my brother or my grand or my grandmother. My grandma don't got no car. Like what the fuck she gonna do? Call an Uber? She ain't even got a. She got a flip phone. Like we gonna be dead, right?
1: So now I worried, because I'm like, I didn't get my mom this edible. What if she tripping too? And she don't know she tripping. Like you feel me? Like what if she? Oh, you a here? Gone. What if she out here
2: wilding too? So I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm like, uh, mom. <laughs> I was like. I have to get out of Walmart. <laughs> in my mind, everybody's staring at me. Everybody know I'm hype. Niggas think I'm a crackhead. They like, she gotta be on crack in my head. Niggas <laughs> is probably yeah. looking at me because I'm looking at them, but they looking like, what the fuck? It's like, so <laughs> I'm like, my I gotta get out of here.
1: I just gotta go. I can't be in here. So she like, okay, come on. We gonna go. We gonna go to the, uh, we gonna go check out right now. Let's go. Let's go. Mind you, I didn't even get all the shit out.
2: I needed. So we go to the, we headed to the register. She high. So her her attention span is like short. And, and she not even thinking about shit. So she like, oh, this granny friend. Dejah, hold on. <laughs> she's like, what's up, Miss Eartha? Did y'all come, come say hi to Miss Eartha? Mind you, I am dead. Like, I'm out of my mind. So I'm like, how the fuck am going to say <laughs> hi to this lady? And I'm like, this lady is 80. And I got to come bring my high overdose weed ass over and speak to her. <laughs> (laughs) And I'm looking at my mom like, "Are you fucking serious? (laughs) Like, what the fuck are we doing? I just told you I was gonna die in this motherfucker. You want to say hi to Miss Bertha, bitch? What's wrong? Why are we doing this? So she like, she like, come say hi to Miss Bertha. My ass could not muster it, nigga. I lifted my hand like. Hey. <laughs> I, just, I couldn't muster hello. I couldn't muster the respectful, like, hi, how you doing, Miss Bertha? Nice to see you. Like, I just couldn't do it. It was That's like, hella funny. Miss Bertha looked at me like I was the most disrespectful bitch in the world. Like, this bitch is mad disrespectful. Like, goodness, but I couldn't. I, Miss could Bertha not. didn't understand what was happening at the moment. <laughs> like, bitch, I listen. <laughs> if I was going to hit my head, if it I was going to be right there. <laughs> Who was gonna be like, "Oh, Pat' granddaughter is a straight crackhead"? I see her at Walmart. She overdosed, poman at the mouth, girl.
1: Just... She—I didn't know her daughter, her granddaughter was on crack. I shut did not know. Up so then we got to so we sit there and talk to her for like 15
2: minutes I'm like Lord have mercy I'm behind my mama like Harlem shaking and shit like come on <laughs> let's go so we get to the register and
1: the check cashier lady look at me and I said mom please pay for my stuff here go my
2: card I gotta get out of here <laughs> and I just I ran to the door you got know, the people be like I need to see a receipt I was like later nigga like you can I don't even have nothing I'm go. A- on. That's hella Don't funny. talk to me. Like, I sat in the car.
1: I had to think myself down. I had to roll the window down. Yeah. I got home, and I talked to you, and you helped my high come down because yeah. we talked, and you laughed at me hella bad. You made me realize, like, it's not that serious. Like, you know what I'm saying? like. Yeah. And after talking to you and
2: getting out of my head, I realized that was an anxiety attack. And it helped, helped me yeah. to be like, all right, like, you got way too high. Yeah, I got off the phone with you, went to sleep. And when I woke up, I made yes. tacos. And that yeah. was cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like,
1: fucked up so. I said all that to say if something is named something that's
2: the name that don't stay away from believe it believe the name unless you like shit that's that that cracker killer that
1: one was really true because yeah. uh, my cousin took that one and she called me like am I supposed to be this high?" <laughs> 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 oh shit like no yeah. like she was like she was high as fuck all that yeah. so if it's something that has a name that it's like kind of like you know kill your ass fire like don't do it like it means mm-hmm. it, it it means it it but definitely, I, definitely does <laughs> I said that and told that whole story to say that I had something last night called chill and it was really good. It made me feel chill. Like, it was very mm-hmm. true to his name. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. It was 100 milligrams. Obviously, I didn't take 100 milligrams. I broke off a little 7-milligram piece. But it was really cool, and it made me feel chill, so I liked it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. it was cool. Um, but, yeah, so, nigga, just believe what they say. Believe the hype, yeah for, for these... Um, you know, for these things. But uh, now it's time for my, and I told y'all that it wouldn't be like our regular shows, but we will get back to the, you know, what you doings doing and, like yes. and The dead or alive and the winning the history of, you yeah, know? We just really wanted to connect with you guys yeah. cause we're doing so much behind the scenes. Like, we're doing behind the scenes stuff, so it's not like, oh, we just not doing it, just whatever. Yeah. Like, we're really trying to present things to you guys in a manner that you would really appreciate and be like, okay, bitch. Oh, like, yeah. I right, see y'all. I, see, I y'all. see what y'all been doing. Yeah, it's like, okay, so then <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all live for like doing us like that. So right. I hope that <laughs> when you guys see it, and you guys will be like, that's our apology to y'all for the keeping content away from y'all. Exactly. And it's going to be worth it. I promise. For you. real. Because that's the that's the point. We want to come to you so much. Like, we want to come to you so much, you know. So, we we are working on it. But now yeah. it's time for my Ratchet Contribution of the Week. Ew, week. So. There is this new form of marketing that these restaurants and companies are doing where they're targeting black people. And I don't know if they feel like it's conducive or like um, it's good to have like a, a, a black slave as your, you know, Lady as your representative, but I am very, very tired of those fucking Popeyes commercials with that lady who gets on there. And I don't know and if I've done this, this before. before. Yeah, I, that's that's how pissed off I am about this. Like I'm just getting to the point where I just I just don't understand it. I don't get why every time I watch a Popeyes commercial, this bitch <laughs> is on there like I was making some chickens and and, and the chickens is so good. I got it from my great great grandmas and we was just eating this chicken and (laughs) wah-ho, why people come eat some of my grandmama's home-cooked Louisiana damn home chicken. Like, I'm fucking sick of it. Like, I am... It's so fucking offensive and I don't understand why this bitch is still on TV. (laughs) I don't understand it. McDonald's does it with the... You know what I'm saying? Which Pusha is fucking responsible for where it's just like he's getting up there where people are getting up there and they're fucking like just putting these fucking black people on there that's like, I love hip-hop. You know what I also love? Big Macs. And, you know, we all eat Big Macs, and we rapping and shit. Like, it's niggas freestyling about a Big Mac. I ate a Big Mac, large fries, and a soda. Hey, Ronald McDonald was here, and we ate, Hey, and a, and a salt was good, and the salt, put some extra salt on my fries. Like, what the fuck? Like, this shit is getting to the point where it's like, I'm offended at how blatantly you're trying to fucking kill my people and (laughs) like and mock us at the same time like i know this commercial will surely get those black (laughs) those black orders in just have a black guy just get finished b-boxing and and uh break dancing he gonna get up and drink a sprite and that's how we gonna (laughs) sell the sprite like it's so fucking done to me like
2: yeah yeah, I, I'm, I'm
1: done like you, the next shit y'all gonna do is kill a little boy like bah kill a little black boy playing in the fucking park and he get up and somebody give him a fucking Pepsi and he wake up from the dead like this shit is getting to the point where it's yeah. like are y'all serious like why like, why are y'all so fucking offensive like and the actors and actresses that y'all get it's apparent that they don't even talk like they don't even speak like that they don't even have that mannerism they probably don't even listen to hip hop they are these smart ass mm-hmm. intelligent black people actresses and actors who are just looking for a role with death but since they trying to get money it's like I'll do a Sprite commercial sure you know what I'm saying I'll do a Burger King commercial sure but and y'all like we need to to put that twang on it. You know the twang <laughs> we're talking about. Go go ahead, Deontay,
2: do it. And he on there like sure, okay, I guess <laughs> I'll try. Like he get on there like yeah p- partner Ass, <laughs> I really get down. Like, this like, thing don't even talk like this, and it's
1: apparent. Like, it's, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, it's offensive, and I'm fucking done with these corporations. And the next one I see, <laughs> you will never get money from me again. I don't give a fuck if it's Ruffles himself, if it's I don't <laughs> care Ruffles. if it's something that I just love to fucking eat. I will literally boycott your ass, and that's my rage contribution of the week. Yeah week. Listen, that was hella funny coming from like a super horrible devil's advocate. Because I hate that. I hate that, by the way, yeah. and, I, and it is and it really grinds my gears because I feel like that's what really pisses me off about BET. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and I think with that is because if you look at BET and you watch their commercials, that's when it is the black people in the McDonald's commercials, yep. and they try to gear it the the Lincoln commercials where it's like, yep. I'm right behind you, babe." And I'm it's like cool. two black, yeah, we riding through the city. I'm listening I to Kanye can't West. Stand it. <laughs> But I feel like there's a big push within markets and with different organizations when it comes to like cultural inclusion and sensitivity. So it's been this real big push on it, how they're trying to roll it out. I do not agree with because I still feel like it's a mockery to us it's still a slight to us Um, but at the same time it's really to promote that inclusion and stuff like that I get that but I don't really need inclusion in McDonald's I don't need inclusion in Popeyes I don't need inclusion in anything that's gonna kill my people it's fine we don't want that inclusion include us in the shit that we would like to be included in how about those actresses and actors that you're putting in these fucking commercials and making Making them dumb their personalities down. How about you put them in a nice movie? How about you have give them some actual lines where they can articulate and say their words, speak their words correctly, like and speak like they have some fucking sense and speak the way that they actually really talk, speak in real however, life. However, they talk exactly. However it is. Not not no shit. Because I'm pretty sure those people are people who yes, appreciate they're fine art, specifically targeting. You know, the hood. I don't need you to target. I don't need inclusion and shit that's gonna kill off our people. I don't need you not marketing. If you realize, if you think about it, McDonald's do not advertise in America, they do not advertise to white people anymore. They don't. 80% their eighty percent of their advertisement are or is, or advertisements are toward Black people or minorities. Minorities, minorities. It's never yes. toward their own people. It's not. It's not. And that's the shit. That's like, come on, my guy. Like Louisiana, that lady. Why the fuck you think they hired that lady? Because they was course. losing business, and it was like, fuck it. We finna start advertising to these niggas. Like Hire yeah. Patty ass. You, you know what I'm saying? She'll do it. For checks I, I would like to know and this is something that we can like fact check or if anybody if any of our fans know comment here is the original founder or owner of Popeye's are they black? I don't know. We'll have to fact check and look at it but I, I, I just want to know cuz cause, I, I cuz cause I it. cause, cause if it's not that's more of Real. a like you know like Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders, I mean, uh, uh KFC, KFC, they market to black people too. Colonel Sanders was a fucking slave owner, yeah. rapist ass nigga who was taking slaves from his fucking, I mean, taking recipes from his slaves. Yep. That chicken wasn't made by your slave. All them spices that you took uh, ownership of, that was from one of your slaves that was in that kitchen whipping and shit. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. but yeah, so yeah. that was my ratchet contribution. So now um jam of the week. What the fuck? It's been since it's been so long if we have to kind of like go back, I'm totally open to that. But yeah. just what have you been getting you, you know like what has been inspiring you? What has been getting you through the week, weeks? Before we go into the music, can we go into the muses, the musicians? Sure. <laughs> um did you see the shop with Drake and Lebron? I of obviously I've heard about it. Mm-hmm. I have not seen it yet. No, okay. I have not. Um, I can summarize what was said. I won't give it away because I know you haven't seen it. I know you want to watch it. But what was said was he went to Wyoming, which uh, I saw a clip. Yeah. So if yeah, he went to Wyoming. He was kind of like. You know, made all these promises. So before he went to my Wyoming, he was going to start mentoring with Kanye. And when he went out there, um, 40 went before him and was like, nigga, something don't feel right out here. I'm just letting you know it feels weird. Um, But Drake was like, well, nigga, whatever. I'm going to just come. He went. He showed Kanye pictures of his son, shared all his business with him. And, you know... They never ended up working on Drake's album. They ended up working on Kanye's album. And then he gave um, Drake the Lift Yourself album. Song. Song. Mm -hmm. Um, Drake went back like, okay, I didn't really get shit, but this Lift Yourself, you know, song, but cool. Mm -hmm. He already wrote to it. He had it ready. He already recorded it when he got back. Shortly after, he gets a text from Kanye that says, like, you know, I love you, brother. You know, you're awesome. And then the next day, all these... He was going to release his album on June 15th. Now, all of his releases on uh, Good Music were around June 15th. They were all in June. If you remember, Keanu Taylor, Pusha, all those was around June 15th. And, you know, Pusha had the song about his his, uh, kid, which... Now do you believe that it's not, that he couldn't have told him that business? Like, no, he told he told your business. <laughs> your business was, I mean, because that, that's just too much of a coincidence for that shit to happen. And it's to be like, oh, I don't know, how Pusha found out about your son? Like, nigga, I just was there telling you. What the fuck right. are you talking about? That's yeah. one. Um, and then he said that he kind of, um, then he came out with Uplift Yourself. He released Uplift Yourself with a bunch of nonsense. Just boop boop did he scoop scoop did he boop it was just like what the fuck nigga like okay you are trying to troll me so he said he stopped fucking with him and that's when pusher came out with his gist with all the information which was just like crazy to me crazy to me but if you watch the body language of drake is very uncomfortable he's still very very bothered by this um, Funk Flex posted something about that, but about it, but before I even had seen Funk Flex's, you know, response, I was like, Drake is bothered by this. This is something that this nigga is still boiling about, and the fact that he didn't get to respond is kind of like, nigga, that's still harboring. You're still harboring this shit. Like, mm-hmm. And I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on Ye doing that? Um... One, I would, I would still need to watch the whole thing, but I do from just hearing that, I don't know, it's, it's a little bit disappointing. It's a little bit disappointing, but then I can look at it from another side of loyalty, right? Like, Mm -hmm. was Kanye just being loyal to his tribe, but, you know, which is Pusha and, you know, whoever else. I don't know. It's just snaky to offer. It's, no, that, to ask somebody to that's, come that's into that's your tribe. That's snaky as fuck. Because that's, that's loyalty does not play a part. when you, That's like me saying, hey, you know, meeting somebody off the street. And it's like, I want to mentor you. I want to get you into this podcast shit. I want to show you how it works. And then soaking ideas. up her information. Yeah. And then being like, well, you know, she listening to our podcast. And we using all of her ideas. And we're at the same time like I love you, girl. Like I had so much fun when you came right. and told us all your shit. No, it's it's bullshit. Absolutely, it's bullshit. I definitely agree. I'm just speaking as a devil devil's advocate in yeah. terms of in terms of that. But I agree personally. I don't think that that was cool. I think that that was hella fake. Yeah. And I don't. I personally do not rock with people like that. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And I've cut a lot of people out for that. Yep. And so. that's that's crazy to me that when Kanye when keeping up with the Kardashians, when Kanye and Kim first like made it official and they were married and they were having these kids, there was people like, Oh, how's that gonna work? Kanye is like really a private person. We kinda put him in this Jay-Z and Beyonce role and mm-hmm. it, it was just like this is how they like to be. They like to be under the radar. They don't if they drop a music or got projects, then they want to be like in the in the videos and that's even limited. But mm-hmm. it was just like a Kim Kardashian is like an attention whore and she just loves to put all her business on her show and he doesn't really fuck with that. So what's going to happen with that? And slowly I don't know if he's turning into this or he's been this, but you're starting to see that side of Kanye too. Oh, absolutely. Now you're starting to see, like, this nigga actually likes this shit. Like, right. this nigga is into this shit. Like, he's right. into putting his business out here and kind of being crazy with this shit. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that that was the disappointing part to me. Because it was like, nigga, like, you starting to become a messy-ass nigga, man. Like, that's, yeah. that's I think crazy. It's just, I think it's just disheartening um, all the way around because you don't. But then it, it kind of brings it back to the point to where, you know, like, sometimes people's people's job is to give you whatever inspiration and and going back to when we were talking about a certain church that we used to attend Mm. and when we were seeing like snake shit it it would it just really was like okay nah, this ain't cool this doesn't have like um the spirit of god in in here Mm. but if and so and and because i had a previous experience within the church it really that second experience like i'm yeah. Done. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to another, you know, I don't want to go to another church. Not that nothing to do with my spirit, but it was like in terms of churches, it really just threw me off. Mm-hmm. But you, but now I'm at the space where it's like this man or woman is used as a vessel through God, to give me a message. It has nothing to do with with what you do in your personal life. Mm -hmm. So me getting engulfed in what's the surroundings, when it's like, let me just come here to get this word. Mm -hmm. I'm here for the word. I'm here for what God told me to come here to hear a message through you, not from you, but through you. And then I bounce. So I say that to say, Kanye, in terms of the music and the inspiration that he has given me, I appreciate that part. Mm -hmm because it felt good for me for whatever it is. What he's doing as who he is as a person. You don't want no part. I have, have nothing to do with that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. on you and you need to fit I can only pray that you correct it, mm-hmm. but I can't be in your life to make it make the change. But he needs to correct that. But I just feel like in this time, everyone's so focused on that than someone's job. His Big job facts. or whatever God has placed in your life to do. Mm-hmm. That's just what you're supposed to do to to get his word across. I do honestly feel that, but here's the issue with Kanye. Kanye is not just it's not just his personal life that he is causing an issue to in people. And not cuz like I already told you where I stand on that. Right. But when you are meeting with a president and you're speaking for a group of people, it's That's the problem. That is not your job as a rapper. That's that that has nothing to do with the songs that you've inspired or anything that you've had me like. You've had me feeling myself. You've had me feeling like, all right, I could do this. Like I can get up and go on another day. Like, yes, you have done that with your music and great. And your personal life, you fucking getting mad at Kim because she didn't give you the right color band aid. That's none of my business. That's the aspect that's none of my business. But when you go to the leaders of this country and you speak. For me, as the people who are my skin tone, that is when it's like, nigga, it's now problem. this is my business. Exactly. You know, I, I completely agree with mm-hmm. you. Yeah, that's when it's like, this is my business. Now, like I said, that's just me playing devil's advocate because I'm not, I don't necessarily disagree with what he's doing as i said before he he taking shit a little bit far when it comes to like you saved my life with this hat Mm -hmm. or whatever the fuck he said but when it comes to like what he's doing (laughs) i actually crazy but But when it comes to what he's actually doing i really i fuck with it and i understand it but you know it is kind of like like the feminist shit like what we're talking about with the feminist shit like i don't want amber rose speaking for me like I hate that right. shit. I hate when women get up there and be like, "Women, we want this," and it's like, <laughs> "Bitch, I'm a woman. <laughs> like I'm a whole woman out here, and I just don't subscribe to what you're feeling." So it's it's groups and it's communities. It's it's groups within communities and cultures that feel different ways like for instance there's a whole black community but there are people who are light skin who feel superior and you have people who are dark skin that feel ugly and at the bottom of the barrel like you know what I'm saying and uh, you know there are people who are light skin that feel like y'all shouldn't feel a certain way because y'all are light skin yes we light skin but we ain't you know what I'm saying better than this person you know what I mean there's dark skin people who feel like Man, I'm fine as fuck, and I never subscribe to that you know right. what I'm saying like so there are different people with different feelings and people got to stop grouping people because essentially what you're doing is the same thing that you're accusing 100%. the oppressor yeah. in whatever category uh, of doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. So, back to the music though. I agree. Um the music that I've been listening to is <laughs> I've been listening to all of Kendrick Lamar's albums. Mm. Okay. I've been back to To Pimple Butterfly, Good mm-hmm. Kid Mad City, Section 8, Section 80, um, and Damn. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I think his best album is Damn. Even really? better than Good Kid Mad City. Good Kid Mad City good is... Good Kid Mad City was... It's a classic. classic it's a legend. Kid. You know? Yeah. You can't really touch it. But Damn was just... Oh, it was so good to me and it's so empowering, empowering and it made me feel so good. Like... I like the story of Good Kid Mad City. You could follow the story. He taking his mom van, yeah. you know, he mobbing with his partners. He finna go fuck Shireen. You know, they, you know, robbing niggas. They just doing crazy stuff. His mom calling them like, nigga, give me the van back. Bring me the band van back. His daddy lit feel me, getting progressively lit mm-hmm. throughout the album. Like, you can really follow that storyline like a real movie, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's the good thing about Good Kid, Mad City. But Damn was just, like, it came on time. We needed that. We needed that, like, culture booster. Like, when he be like, I'm an Israelite, um, don't call me black no more. That word is just a color. It ain't facts no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, when he said shit like that, that shit was, like... yeah. We need this, you know what I mean? We need that empower, empowering, like, spirit that I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Like, mm. that, you know, when the dude was talking about his kid getting killed, and he like, nigga, I know you anointed, you know, tell me some spiritual stuff that's going to make me feel better. And he like, nigga, I am anointed, but if my son getting killed, somebody getting killed. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm sorry. I, I'm a human. I'm trying. Right. But nigga, I, that, it sucks that that happened to you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just, to me, just pulled you into like, this is the shit we deal with. You Very know what true. I'm saying? You mad because we saying, because I hate popo. Want to see his dad in the street for show? But it was like, nigga, They hate us. Like, you know what I'm saying? You mad that we talking about police in a bad way, but nigga, we're getting killed though. Why aren't you that mad about the actual fucking things that are happening? Like, the actual actions that are making us say that. You more mad at the statement than the actual actions that are leading up to it. Right. So, it just makes me feel so many emotions. And so, Damn is my favorite Kendra Lamar um, Um, album. But yeah, yeah. that's what I've been on. Okay. What about you? Um... I've been trying to tap into the new stuff. I'm at this like stalemate in terms of like, <laughs> yeah, I'm in the stalemate in terms of like music. Like I'm in this, like this, I don't know if it, it's been so many albums that I've kind of liked lately, but then I've played them out. So I just, I don't have a group or a vibe that I'm going back to right now which I hate because I like that you know what I mean Mm. because I you know like that but so I'm at this like weird juncture but um I've of course going into like Wayne like listening to his album there's a lot of like um new people you put me you let me listen to LMA um album yesterday which mm, I don't know I would kind of need to keep hearing it yeah on your own on my own did you like Wayne's album going back to Wayne um the here here's the thing about that album. The songs that I liked, I liked yeah. like immediately. Mm-hmm. He had either like songs that I liked immediately or songs I was like, yeah So I think overall from the overall vibe, of course it's not my best album. Yeah. It's not my best Wayne album. Same. I haven't um, listened to the whole thing. I've I've yeah. I I think I have. It may be like maybe two songs that I haven't. But overall, it's because it was just kind of like uh, more songs than not, more songs that I don't like than I do. I kind of just flatlined. Yeah. Ella Mae dropped. Uh, I love the album. I think that it's a phenomenal album. I listened to it straight through. I think she's consistent. And I was just blown away. I was a little skeptical to listen because I liked her beginning project, but I just didn't want to hella love the single so much, and then listen to the album and be like, "Ugh, like, damn, like because you kind of messed it up have for another me." Hit, yeah. Exactly. She has two hits, um, which I love. Tripping, um, it, Tripping had like, to grow on me. I don't like Tripping at when all. When I first heard Tripping, I didn't really like it, and it grew on me. And what I like about LMA is her runs, her runs, and like her um, ad libs, like her. It's just. They're, they're very... If you just listen to the background production, that's what makes me like LMI a little bit more because she really showcases her vocals in the background production. And that just always get me like, oh like, so when you catch them and you learn them and you get to, like, kind of sing them with her, it's like, oh, this is my bitch. Like, I just love this background mm-hmm. production. All her songs are like that if you just listen to them. And it's just like, oh, like, she just dies. Ah, is crazy. So... She's hella dope. She can sing her ass off, and it's just the songs are really good. There's probably like maybe one or two songs that I'm really not a fan of. Which one is "What Call It" by Chris Her and Chris Brown? It's like, I'm good off that um, because it's this. Every song that Chris Brown is featuring on these days sound like Chris Brown songs. His song on Jacquees' album sounds like a Chris Brown song. It sounds like that poppy. These hoes ain't loyal. It's like. That sound has played out to me. He did that on LMI's album, too. Didn't need it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like one or two songs that I don't like. She has a feature with John Legend, which is hard to keep up with John Legend vocally, and she did it, which was great. Um, And then she has a feature with her that I really like Mm -hmm. because her brings that deep, smoky element to the song. Yeah. That just was fire. Um, Did you listen to Usher's album? I did. I listened to his album. Um... I, like, it's cool. I feel like it's fun because it's like, okay, I'm turning 40. Like, you know, I think that it was fun. Overall, that's just not the usher that I like. Yeah. So. What usher um, do you like? That's a good one. That's a good question. What's your favorite usher? I like... I mean, of course, Confessions, that's just an absolute classic. Absolute classic. There's just no way around that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I, I like the more like slow, like Here I Stand was a good album. I don't think people liked that album because it was coming off of Confessions, but... It, it was I, a really good album. I like a few on Here I Stand. like I can't let nothing come in between, between the, two the two of us. <laughs> hey, like, because it's <laughs> like you're all I need since we've been together. together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's that. that, That's like I was just a couple song lately. That's my song. It's a couple of bangers on that song, but I just couldn't even. Like I'm just like nah. So um, but I really confessions was good. Oh my gosh, confessions was good. But but I actually like like a birthday is my shit. Birthday is my shit. I like I like the entire project seven songs. Yeah. As I like it. Him and Beethoven is—you can tell this is not his official thing. It was something like you said. It was it's fun. a prelude to something that's coming. Yeah, because he's working course. on a song with Jermaine Dupri, and yeah. they've been working for so. Minutes. So he's gonna definitely do like an album. Album. I think he wanted to do this just for like right for the A, which is fine. Which I I like. Like I liked it. That's just not my favorite. Usher exactly. exactly. Which. He, Jermaine Dupree did Confessions, which is why I am so excited for this new project because Jermaine want when Jermaine Dupree and Usher get together, magic, my nigga. He did, you make me want to lead a yeah. one I'm with and started. So it's like when they get together, it's all good. Like so, for them, they make magic. So it's like I cannot wait for this new project. Like I'm yeah, excited. I'm for it. Yeah. So, but yeah, the a the first listen, it was like, oh okay, and then the buy as you keep, as you keep the listening. The thing about Zaytoven is you have to keep listening to his beats and pick it apart because at first it seems so like simple, simple. But as you keep listening to his beats, it's very like just it's very. It's it's more complex than you think. Yeah, his yeah. his beats and how he like lays it out. So I do I do like him. Yeah, and yeah. I like. I like that I can sense the fun that they had in this album. Like, you can just hit, feel the studio fun. You could tell they was in that studio. They had just bitches in the there. Yeah. They had, like, alcohol. They had, a, they potting us. Like, you can just hear the fun that they was having because they happened to leave, like, certain clips that you can tell were them really talking. It wasn't like, get on here and do an interlude. Like, it was right. literally, like, them just talking and having a good-ass time. And it was like, you can feel the fun on this album. Like, you can feel y'all was just like let's do this shit. Like let's just release a project. Let's invite hella it. people. Yeah. Get hella good energy and just go in. And they they did that and I felt sure. that from the album. Yeah, absolutely. But what else is that all you've been yeah. listening to? Um, yeah, pretty much. Cause I just been current. I haven't been in any any really good music. Um, Oh, actually, one album that I played out in its entirety, which is so fucking good, is Sir's album, November. That album is bomb, so I advise anybody to just like listen to that word okay I'm gonna listen to that it's hella good um so thank you for joining us again for another episode of cute for dark chicks this is our 39th episode our new episode will be our 40th episode so for our 40th episode we gonna wake you niggas games up (laughs) um thank you so much subscribe on (laughs) iTunes um Please subscribe. That's the best thing you can do. Tell a friend. That's another good thing that you can do. Also, um, like us on Facebook for all the updates. So when the next Instagram or when the next show will be started, my Instagram is dj underscore a l d r e d g e, and my Instagram is underscore facetti. That's f a s s e t t e underscore. And you can find us there. You can talk to us. We hella cool. We're not going to be no bitches or be rude to you guys. Um, mm-hmm. Samaya follows back. Um, and we just have a good time. <laughs> good <job. laughs> we just have a good time. I this am so excited to roll out shit that we are working on. Like, please, thank you for staying with us. If you are a new listener, fucking welcome. Thank you for lasting for the whole episode. We know that we be with the shit. Yes. Um, if you are a fucking loyal, for Dark Chicks listener. We know who y'all are too. And I love y'all. I want to take a time real quick before we end this shit to say if you've been listening for... Longer than 20 episodes. You, my nigga. Like, I just, that shit. Yes, yes, yes. I could literally shed a tear. Like, I literally appreciate y'all because y'all are on this train early. Like, this shit is not stopping. I will be 50 doing this shit. I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit, and what I mean by I'll be 50 doing this shit is I'm going to push this show until it dies because until I die because this is just absolutely to me, this is just therapy, and I really appreciate people fucking with us. doing the normal shit that we're doing like you know what I mean This the shit that we're talking about it's just things that we literally go through every day it's just opinions and just to listen to us banter and just talk about whatever that's hella appreciated so thank you and um hell yeah please keep rocking with us man we I just I really appreciate y'all so that's cute for dark chicks thanks for coming in another vulgar vulgar podcast about black dating even though this one was really not about black dating we'll see y'all later (laughs)
0: May not be on time, but I'm never late Blazing like the player that you wanna be Flavor like your baby mama's cup of tea You see the company I'm keeping now Feeling like I'm dreaming, I keep feeling like I'm dreaming Don't come around if you don't be around I've been the man, you believe me now Baby, I'm not flying, but I'm floating if we're not headed to the top where we're going Two miles an hour, can you picture me road? Cause life is so much better when you live in slow motion.